Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hey y'all and happy New Year's Eve. Like this is the last day of 2021. Tomorrow is January 1st of 2022. It's a brand new year. So in today's episode, I wanted to bring you the truth about the importance of investing in yourself, especially as a nurse who wants to become an entrepreneur and build a passive income business. I believe that there are four pillars to investing in yourself. So these are four, if you want to think of it as like categories, when it comes to different areas of our life that we need to be intentional about investing in. So I'm going to break those down for you today, and I'm going to give you some tangible examples within each of these areas. So number one is physical. You have to move your body. Move your body change your mind. Okay. Exercise has been shown to reduce stress, reduce anxiety, improve mental health. We know it's good for our bodies, right? It's good to get our blood flowing. It gets endorphins going. And we all as healthcare professionals, we know the importance of moving our bodies. Now, just because we know the importance, which is common sense, does not mean that it's common practice. So you have to be intentional about this area. And instead of looking at exercise for weight loss, which we're coming up on the new year, tomorrow is January the 1st. And we know that the beginning of the year oftentimes marks a time that people set New Year's resolutions and majority of New Year's resolutions are centered around losing weight. But I wanna encourage you to think about exercise differently. I want you to start thinking about exercise in a different light. Exercise is a gift, okay? You can move your body. You are physically able. As someone who is not healthy, we see this in our patients in the hospital, someone who is not healthy, who is there because of an illness. Ask them, what is the one thing that you wish you had? And hands down, it'll be their health. So if you're thinking that exercise is something that you do to lose weight, um, if you are physically able to exercise, you have to look at it as a gift. Move your body. God designed us this way, okay, to be physically active creatures. And there's something else I want to touch on here. So I just want to mention this to you, and it may sound counterintuitive to what I'm telling you about being physically active, but I want you to hear me out here. Okay, because this is a fact. You do not need to exercise or work out to lose weight. And this might be an aha moment 
for some of you listening that maybe you know, you've struggled with your weight and you feel like, I just need to exercise. I need to go to the gym. I need to get the gym membership. Okay. You do not have to exercise to lose weight. You're like, what? This is true. Okay. You do not need to work out to lose weight. The key to losing weight is to control what you eat. It is 100% related to what you eat and what you put in your mouth. In fact, there are studies out there and this is crazy, but the studies show that people who do not exercise lose more weight than those that do exercise. And so why is this? Why is this happening? It's because there is a mental compensation effect, so to speak, that happens. So when we work out, we feel like we're quote unquote allowed to eat more. And so oftentimes we do. So we're working out and then we're kind of rewarding ourselves with food. We're eating more. We're overeating. So just because exercise is not needed to lose weight, which I just explained to you, and there's studies upon studies that show that you do not need to exercise to lose weight. But we do know that exercise is good for our bodies. We know we need to move our bodies. As healthcare professionals, we know all the science behind it and all of the benefits. But I want you to switch your mindset around this. I want you to start thinking about exercise differently because it is truly a gift. If you can move your body and you are physically able, move your body. Figure out something that you enjoy doing. If you enjoy being outside in nature, make it your goal to get outside and walk three to four times a week. Maybe that's 30 minutes a day. If you enjoy more intense workouts, maybe that's doing a boot camp. Maybe that's doing CrossFit. If you enjoy running, get outside and run, get on the treadmill and run, whatever it is that you enjoy doing, figure it out because that's the kind of exercise that you're going to stick to. Something that you can actually enjoy doing that you don't feel like you're showing up to do because you have to do it. You're showing up because you're physically able to do it. So find something that you enjoy and be intentional about showing up and investing in your physical health. It is a gift to be able to move your body. We know that there are so many proven benefits around exercising. We've just got to change our mindset around the why we exercise. Okay, it's for our health. It's to be healthy, to live healthy, and to have more energy and to feel good. All right, so that's number one. The first pillar is physical. Move your body. All right, number two, mental. Mentally, as a society, we are struggling. And especially inside of healthcare, if you are currently working inside of healthcare, the mental stress is a lot. Okay, we're burnout, we're empty, we feel drained, we're overwhelmed, we're exhausted. And this is just not nurses working inside of healthcare. It's whether you're a nurse working inside the healthcare system or you're a stay-at-home mom with little kiddos, okay? We're spent and it's hard. And I know all too well that we often cope in unhealthy ways when we are mentally exhausted. I wasn't as exhausted mom and I was a stressed out nurse. I wasn't moving my body. I was not investing in myself, working out, being active, and I was drinking way too much wine, if I'm honest. Okay, at five o'clock every day, I look forward to drinking my wine because it gave me some kind of relief from the overwhelm of being stressed out, from having two little kiddos at home, from working. I turned to that, and I love my kids to death, but when they were one and three, it was hard. And maybe that is you right now. Maybe that is you. So I'm sharing this with you because it's okay to be exhausted, to be stressed, but we have to recognize it for what it is. 
and we have got to be intentional about doing something to change it. And this took me years to admit that this was going on, that I was coping in an unhealthy way and that my kids were stressing me out and that I was turning to wine for comfort. Like this took me years to figure out. I was coping. But as my boys started to get older and I started dealing with other stressors that were in my life, I slowly but surely came out of the fog that I was in. So we go through different seasons in life and I get that, right? So it's okay not to be okay for a short period of time, but then we have to pull ourselves out of it. It is crucial that we acknowledge it and recognize it for what it is and we are able to pull ourselves out of it, okay? So I started working out. I started eating healthier. I started being more intentional about not drinking as much. Once I started to realize what was going on, I was able to change that, okay? So this is the thing. Our habits are what create our reality. Whether good or bad, it's our habits that shape our lives. And this can be a hard one to accept because a lot of the times we don't want to think that we're the problem. And we have to self-reflect and we have to say, okay, am I doing something that is causing this? Is this habit creating my reality? And if it is, then you have to do something about it. You have to self-reflect in order to change and to get better. Okay, you've got to invest in yourself in order to change. In order to change and grow, you've got to create new habits. So as we roll into 2022, what are those new habits going to be? What do you need to change in your life to change your reality? Maybe it's something small, one small thing. And that's what I encourage you to focus on. If you are mentally exhausted, if you're burnout, if you're overwhelmed, do one small thing. And maybe that starts with you investing in yourself, with you moving your body. And I want you to move your body, not because you want to lose weight, not because it's the new year and you think that that's what I need to do is set a goal to lose X amount of pounds. Because we all know that people fall off the wagon. I mean, three weeks into the year, the gym was packed and now it's empty every single year. So I just want you to think about what is one small thing that you can change? What is one habit that you can change? What is one bad habit that you can get out of for 2022? And I want you to focus on that. Self-reflect and figure out what one thing is that you could be intentional about investing in to change that habit. Okay. And you guys, it's pouring down rain here. So if you hear that in the background or if you're wondering what that is, it is pouring down rain. It is quite a yucky day here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So number one was physical. Number two is mental. Number three is spiritual. Okay, I have been a Christian all my life. I grew up in the church and I was always a part, um, you know, just a part of our family. As a child, we always went to church. But what I've realized, like as I've gotten older, is that just because I was a Christian and I went to church, I still lacked a spiritual relationship. So I knew about God, but I never really knew him intimately. And if I'm really honest with y'all, I didn't even really get like God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Like I imagined that they were just all interchangeable. And they are, but now I actually get it. So this is the way, in my mind, I see it. So God is God. Jesus was sent by God, and a virgin, Mary, actually gave birth to him. And he was born on earth in the flesh. So Jesus 
was God in the flesh here on earth. And then Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. So that is the supernatural spirit that lives within us. And so you've got a lot of times you'll hear Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So Father is God, the Son is Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit is the spirit that lives within us. So yes, they are all one and the same, but they each have their purpose, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but you may have heard about this idea of relationship versus religion. And throughout my life, I've experienced this. So when I break this down, I look at it like religion is like going to church. Like this is what I did as a child. You know, we were Christians and that was our religion. We went to church and that's what I knew as a child. But as I've gotten older, I understand that it's not about religion. It's about a relationship and making the time and spending time with God. Okay, again, this is an intentional daily pursuit to get to know God better. And you're going to hear me repeat intentional over and over and over again because all of these things, whether it's your mental health, whether it's your physical health, whether it's your spiritual, all of the things have to be an intentional practice. They have to be. You have to be intentional about it because there are so many distractions around us. So many distractions. I won't even dive into those. But social media is one of them. We are distracted more than ever. So we have to be intentional about a daily pursuit to get to, to, go, to, bleh, 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 to get to know God better. So think about your marriage or any other relationship that you have in your life. So you're always learning about each other and you're getting to know each other better. I've been married to my husband going on 2022 will be 12 years. And I continuously learn about him and I want to get to know him better and I want to be more intimately connected with him. And we've been together for 12 years. It never stops. Okay, so with God, it's no different. I want to get to know him better. I want to know his character better. I want to feel close to him. I want to have his peace. I want him to be by my side. I want him to be my sidekick. I want to trust him. I want to feel encouraged. I want to feel like supported. And I want him to lead me and to guide me. And so this takes an intentional daily pursuit to get to know him better and to have that intimate relationship with him. So in my devotional the other morning, it was talking about being a beginner and how it's okay to be a beginner. And a lot of times, just as adults, we don't want to be the beginner. We want to be the expert. So it was really nice to hear this perspective about being a beginner. So just like children are free to be curious, we need to be curious too, okay? Just like kids are teachable and accept the knowledge of others, we need to be that way too. Children observe and they watch and they make mistakes. And we need to allow ourselves to do the same. God wants us to be beginners. He wants us to be curious. He wants to teach us. He wants to help us. He wants to watch us. He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. He wants all of those things. So be a beginner. Okay, that's what God wants. He wants someone who is willing to show up and to be teachable. And so just like kids, we need to be beginners. So as we might get older, like our bodies get older and somewhat wiser and they age, our souls, like who we are at our core, our souls stay young in so many ways. We're always looking to be loved, to be safe, and to be welcomed. 
And that's what little kids want. They want to feel loved. They want to feel safe. And they want to feel welcome. So at our very core, at the soul of who we are, we want those things too. Our souls long to be spiritually connected. So you have got to be intentional about showing up to do this. Because if you're not, you are going to continuously feel empty on the inside. You are never going to be fulfilled. And you're always going to feel like you're striving for the next thing. If you do not get spiritually grounded, spiritually connected, you will never be fulfilled by anything of this world. It takes a soul connection, a relationship with God to be completely filled up on the inside, to feel whole, to be complete. Your spouse, as much as you may love them, your significant other, they will never complete you. Only God can do that. So with God by our sides, like we literally have everything we need. If you're feeling empty, I encourage you today to be a beginner Start pursuing a relationship with God. It's not about being perfect. It's not about saying the right prayer. It's not about following a set of rules, okay? It's about having a relationship. It's about a daily pursuit to get to know him. It's about being intentional. It's about letting go of the weight that you are trying to carry and surrendering it to him and letting him take the will. Letting him carry that weight, investing in yourself and having a spiritual, healthy relationship is the foundation of your future. You want to build a house, you want to build a future on a solid foundation that will withstand any storm. Do you want to do that? You have got to sign a contract with the builder and he'll provide the solid foundation and the blueprint for your life. You like that analogy, didn't you? (laughs) I came up with that as I was brainstorming and taking some notes for this episode, but it is so true. You have got to sign the contract with the builder and he'll provide the solid foundation that is going to withstand any storm and he is going to give you the blueprint for your life. This piece is the most important piece. They all go hand in hand, but you have got to get this right. Because if you do not get this right, none of the other stuff is going to feel right. Having a spiritual relationship and that connection with God and letting him be the CEO of your life. He's the builder. Given all of that heavy stuff, maybe that is weighing you down mentally, giving that to him is the first step. So don't look at all these other things. All these other pieces that I'm telling you that you need to be intentional about and forget this step because this is the most important, is the spiritual. Because if you don't have that, you have nothing, all right? So lastly, I'm going to touch on financially investing in yourself, okay? And this can be a hard one, especially for us moms who are taking care of everyone else and putting everyone else before us. It can be hard to justify spending money on ourselves. I get it. Investing in ourselves can be hard. And I'm not just talking about buying a new outfit or getting that purse that you want or even just getting a pedicure. I'm not talking about those things. They're nice and it is nice to do something good for yourself. But I want you to think about investing in your future. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about investing in your future, investing in your mindset, 
Maybe you're investing in a mentor. Maybe you're investing in a course that is going to help you get to where you want to go. Because if there's one thing that I have learned about investing in myself, it is always worth it. You will never regret taking the time to invest in yourself. You invest maybe in a 401k every paycheck. You invest maybe in your college or your kid's college fund. You have got to look at this differently. Just like exercise I was telling you to look at differently, look at financially investing in yourself. You are investing in your future. Just like your 401k, you're investing money for retirement and for your future. Investing in yourself now, that is an investment in your future. There is so much power in the commitment to invest in ourselves, into learning, into growing, into evolving and changing. And that's a good thing. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. I'm going to repeat that. You cannot become what you want to be by remaining what you currently are. You have got to grow. You have got to change. You have got to evolve. And maybe that looks like starting with putting some new habits in place. Maybe it's small, just like I was talking about in the beginning. Maybe it's a small change. But you have got to know the importance of investing in yourself, investing in your future. So I'm going to recap for you. Number one was physical. You have got to invest in yourself and move your body. Your body is a gift from God and it is up to you to take care of it. All right? Mental. You have to invest in your mental health. And so if that looks like you're struggling and you need therapy, go to a therapist. If that looks like acknowledging that you're coping in unhealthy ways, you need to acknowledge that and be honest with yourself and do something to fix it. Start small. For me, I talked about drinking wine earlier. Guess what I started doing? I cut back like I was drinking probably every night, two, three glasses, maybe more. So I cut back. And then I was intentional about not drinking every single night. So maybe I drank six nights out of the week or maybe I only drank five. And so from there, I cut back even more. Maybe it was just drinking on the weekend. And then from there, it was, okay, I'm realizing every time I get out of the shower at night, I'm thinking about, am I going to drink wine tonight or I'm not going to drink wine tonight? And so I was having this battle in my head about, okay, you had wine last night, so or you didn't have wine last night, so you can have wine tonight. So it was just like this ongoing thing. So guess what? I quit buying the wine, and then I didn't have to negotiate with myself. And so it was a process. It took years for me to figure this out and to get this right. But now I just don't buy the wine so I don't have it in my house. So I don't have to wrestle with that mental piece of, okay, I drank this night, so I can't drink this night or I'm going to drink. And so, or if I've had a stressful day, being able to turn to wine if it was there. Okay. So it takes time, but you have to be intentional. That's the number one step to investing in yourself mentally. Spiritually, you have got to really be intentional about this piece. This is the foundation. This is the number one takeaway from today. This is the number one top of priority. If you do not have a spiritual relationship, if you do not have an intimate relationship with God, you got to start. You got to be a beginner. You got to be willing to show up and let him work in you. Okay. It's not about getting it perfect. It's not about saying the the right prayer, okay? But it's about the intentional practice of showing up and investing. I have a morning routine. Again, over the years, this has evolved. 
it's literally started out with me waking up 10 minutes before my kids did so I could drink a cup of coffee by myself uninterrupted so I could spend time with God. And I would pray. I would pray. And so over the years, it's evolved. Now I read a devotional, I journal, I open my Bible, and I have about an hour to an hour and a half every morning that I am intentional about showing up and doing something to invest in my relationship with God. So this is the foundational piece. Lastly is financially. You have got to be willing to invest in yourself, to invest in your future. You've got to be willing to do that because the fact is you are never going to regret investing in yourself. Okay, if you try something and it doesn't work out, guess what? There is a learning experience inside of everything. It is going to teach you something. It's going to teach you something and that's the entire point here. It's not about failing or succeeding. It's about being intentional about investing in yourself and investing in learning, investing in growing, evolving and changing and ultimately Stepping into your purpose here on earth. If you are stagnant and you are not growing, then what are you doing? We cannot become who God wants us to be by remaining stuck. We've got to invest in ourselves physically, mentally, spiritually, financially. If we are a nurse who wants to do something different, if we are a nurse or a healthcare professional who wants to become an entrepreneur, if we are a nurse who wants to be able to create this passive income business so it frees up our time, it frees up our finances, we're no longer stressed, we're paying off debt. If we want to be that person, we have to be intentional about all four of these things. Happy New Year's Eve. I love you guys. I'm so excited to roll into 2020. 22 with this podcast and hanging out with all of you guys. I've got some exciting stuff planned for 2022. I really want to be able to show up and to serve you and to help you as a nurse who wants to create this passive stream of income. So as I know that this is my calling, this is what God has placed on my heart, I have taken the leap of faith and I have invested in myself. This was a huge financial investment. I'm just going to put that out there, but starting in January, mid-January, I have invested in a mentorship in a mastermind program where I am going to learn all kinds of different ways that I can show up and serve you better. And so I am so excited to be able to dive into that. It is going to start in January, which is just a few short weeks away from the start date. And I just have to tell you, I'm so excited to be able to invest in myself, but also invest in you so you can then invest in your future. I love you guys. I'm praying for you and I hope you have a happy, happy new year. Stay safe, my friends. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories, and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.